I know a full week where, which meant that I got to hang out with easily almost everyone, <laughs> almost everyone. Like I got to hang out with Liz Winstead and Mary Jo Peel. I never get to hang out with wow, those guys. Wow, that's cool. But um, also Kylie yeah. was opening for you, Brian Kylie. Brian Kylie and Anna Valenzuela. There was a drama because uh, not a, there was no drama. It was just, it was a drama in my mind because I had to keep switching because I I asked Carmen Morales if she wanted a feature. Mm-hmm. She said yes. And then I was gonna just gonna have Lewis and Acme in Minneapolis pick the MC. And then Carmen got a headline week. And so I asked Anna Valenzuela if she wanted a feature. And then Carmen called me and said that her headline week had fallen oh. through. And I asked Anna Valenzuela if they would if she would be willing to and, and Carmen if they wanted to split it, do twenties. And so Anna was like, sure. And Carmen was like, sure. And then Carmen got a headline. <laughs> And then in the interim, Brian Kiley, well, it was Mary Jo Peel, Brian Kiley, Alice Wetterland had all asked if they had told me they were going to be in town that week. But in that order. So I asked Mary Jo Peel if she was willing to split the week, uh, you know, flip flopping with Anna and Mary Jo's. She's like, my act is not conducive. I'm so sorry. And so she couldn't do it. And I asked Kylie and Kylie said yes. So Alice Wetterland next on the list. Uh, the next time I bring anybody on the road, I guess. Uh, and she happens to be in town because it pays. Jackie, so it's too confusing. Right? Right? That's Somebody asked me, they said, do you get to pick your features? And I was like, you can, but then you have to help and orchestrate. I and can't. Make their lives slightly easier. And my life is already. Yeah. Um, so I, I. I want to try, but uh, I don't know that I have the energy well, to try like, as much as other This people. is another thing that's fallen to the comics that used to be the club responsibility, you know? And the club's willing to do it. It's fine. Yeah. But, um, but it is, and it is fun to travel with someone. It was so fun to travel uh, with Kylie and, uh, and Valenzuela. Uh, so Anna and Brian and I, uh, the first day, I had lunch with uh, Tommy Ryman, Mary Mack, Tim Harmston, and a couple of the locals, right? Uh, So it was like um, Trevor Anderson and Pearl Rose and Lucy Zarns and Tommy. And and, and there was just like so many of us, but Brian hadn't landed yet. The next day uh, we had lunch again, and that was with uh, Mary Mack and Tim Harmston and Brian. And... um, you know, I had a vegan, it wasn't vegan, but I had a, uh, a tempeh Reuben that they put cheddar on it, Lori. And I know that as a non-foodie, you could give a shit, but let me just say by all the people you spend time with. It's not the people, it's the amount of them that already has me running to a closet to shut myself. Oh my God. And it just continued quite honestly. And then the next day I, uh, I think it was just Anna, myself, Brian and Matt Alano who was doing Goonies yeah. in Rochester. Okay. And so we had lunch with him at a Native American breakfast joint, 
which uh, Jackie Cash and Nostradamus, uh, it turns out there's Native American restaurants, several, there's trucks and restaurants all over Minneapolis because Minneapolis has the largest urban Native American population oh, in the I United didn't know States. that. Yeah. Well, and the shows went really well, and those guys were super funny. Yes. And it was very funny when Brian would host, and then Anna would go up next, and Anna would say, I have a very different energy. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, let's have a big round of applause for Brian Kiley. I have a, <laughs> I have a very different energy. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> but it was, uh, it was super, it was mellow and fun, and everybody had good sets. And I did the Tom Bernard show without Tom Bernard uh, asking me to talk about the same hockey thing that he's been asking me to talk about for 25 years because he's finally retired stop (laughs) Stop out. answer his question so we can move on oh he asked it every time (laughs) for 20 years he was like remember that joke you made about the hockey team (laughs) and i was like i don't i don't remember that because i was riffing on a radio show in 1997 is that okay that i don't remember that he still loved it it. he loved it with the power of the sun um yeah. And I flew in early because I was doing a weird panel at Hamlin University in St. Right. Paul about freedom of speech and cancel culture. And I agreed to do it because they paid for two nights of hotel. Yeah. And um, but I did it with Greg Coleman and Tiffany Norton, who are a couple of local comics right. as well. And Neil Justin, who writes for the Strib. I complained last week about how he cock blocked me filling the yes. room by calling me too smart. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He doubled down by the way. To see the too smart comedian. Nobody. Okay. They love dumb fucks. So that's how I like to be presented. <laughs> right. I am going to secretly include the letter X or the letter J. And then that will be as smart as it gets. The bar is not too high, my friends. It's going to be fun. Is that a Scrapple reference? So, probably. Yeah. I got nothing. You're so smart. You don't even know what you're saying anymore. (laughs) Right. So true. Um, So the, I guess the Hassan thing blew over. Nobody cared. (laughs) It was so important for a day. I was fascinated by people's responses to it, you know, and, and, uh, you know. Any hot takes? um, I don't think so. Like some, some comics are like, who fucking care? I mean, honestly, who fucking cares? But. I can, you know, there were people that were like that, what he meant, said was really important to me so that it wasn't true is like, uh, yeah, it's a drag. It's not like, it's not like me saying that there were $3,000 and $2 bills for my mother-in-law when there were actually (laughs) $2,000 because the alliteration of $2,000 of $2 bills, I'm going to stumble fuck over that sentence over and over again. So I had to go three grand. Yeah. So yeah, that ended pretty quick. It, it was interesting, you know. Um, and do, the, what what do you what rights do you what what expectations are you allowed to have from your favorite comic? You know, so. right, right. Uh, I think I did, the anthrax thing just seemed a little a little much <laughs> to have lied that that he had had a felony that someone had you know threatened his life and is a little bit bigger than other things sure. but uh, you know it is over you know yeah. it would be like if i had 
a thing about like a chunk about being raped, but then you found out that I wasn't raped, but you know, I could have been and I <laughs> Right, right, right. And and the uh the, the amount of sexual assault that we've all gone yeah. through is yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I bet you the amount of racism that Hassan has had yes. to deal with is also yes, enough. I agree. I agree. It, it's uh, always you can always it's just a it's a weird yeah. thing. It could have been tweaked, I guess, but, um, you know, whatever he, I, I, yeah, he's a, he's a funny guy. He does really well. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he'll, he'll be okay. He'll bounce back. He's also very handsome. Jackie, easy, easy down girl. (laughs) I know you've been on the road for a week and you're horny and now you have to do podcasts instead of jumping your husband's (laughs) bones. Calm down. woman. (laughs) <laughs> yes that's exactly what the problem was it's uh you were um why jackie I-, I got in a extensive email back and forth with the publicist for the sham wow guy oh my so gosh I, I, I guess you don't check the jackie and Lori gmail i get i get all these pr people who don't they just throw these things out they don't check who they're emailing at all so they're like, hey, do you want to, the sham wow guy wants to talk about cancel culture and how you can't say anything. And so I, you know, I said no and uh, absolutely not. And I think it's bullshit. And I, I think I said, the guy, is this what you dreamed of doing as a little child is uh, promoting the careers of guys who defend rapists? Because it was also when I talked about <laughs> Russell Brand's troubles. It's like, what? Troubles. You, so you. he's obviously doesn't know who we are, or what our podcast is, or anything. So we kept going back and forth, and then he looked me up on Twitter. He's like, "Oh, now I know who you are." And I'm like, "Well, you should have before you asked. Does your client know you're just throwing him on podcasts that you know without even doing <laughs> any fucking research?" But then I thought, you know, right. publicists charge a lot, and I hope this guy yeah. is fucking raking sham wow guy over the coals, and they just hate each yeah. other anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then ShamWow got in my my replies and was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." Like, oh, dude, just stop. You're in. We don't even have guests. No, we don't have we guests. Don't have and guests. we do. It's uh, we're not having no, that guy. No, we're not. Yeah. Um. So that was that was a little bit of drama. And then I I just posted this little story about um my ID card, my Conan ID card, because I just. I, Oh, I yeah. was going through stuff and it popped out. <laughs> I saw that. So post. it's a true thing. I I um so I, I had my ID card. Wait, here's here's here it is right here. You can't see it. Maybe. Whatever. And so one day at work, I didn't have it. And uh so I had to go to the security desk and they they always issue you a new one, right? So right. he's like, he goes, if you if you do this one more time, I'm banning you from the lot. And I'm like, what? I can't go to work. Are you? Conan can do that. But who the fuck are you? No. So then I I go in and I go into the writer's room and it's like a Friday, I think, because everyone was kind of casual. And I'm like, the security guy just said he was not going to let me in a lot if I ever lost my ID again. And the whole room's (laughs) like, what the fuck? And they were all like ready to fight this guy. And then someone goes, how many times have you lost your ID? And I said, 17 times. And then they all started (laughs) laughing. Happen. Yes, because like, you are no longer you. the victim. Yeah. So yes. I tweeted that, and at the moment, it has over two million views. <laughs> I don't know why it ha- and a berserk amount of quote tweets and people going, 
people either deciding that I'm exactly like them or that there's, oh, look, there's someone worse than me. (laughs) And then there's other people going, what the fuck is wrong with you? You should have been fired like five IDs ago. (laughs) <laughs> I like that they, they had a number. Yeah. There's a lot of things. Yeah. It's um wow. Uh yeah, when when I read that story where it was 17, I was like, "Oh yeah. Yeah, that yeah. that's where it does all fall it's, apart." No, it all, it you doesn't. Just, uh, it's over the course of 9 years. That's like one every 6 months. That's not bad. And by the way, I would find one every six months. Are, have you ever found old ones? Yeah. And they won't let you rekey it. Like I would, I would find them. They would be like, you know, in, in, in couches or they'd be inside clothing or something like that. Okay. I'd find it and bring it in and they're, and they wouldn't let me use it again. Cause they had like deactivated. They didn't have the technology right. to reactivate a card. So it's kind of sure. their fault for not being able to reactivate a card. I would love to support you in this, but uh, you got nothing. Jackie, on. the can't. show's not on the air yeah, anymore, so you can. Support me, okay, <laughs> there's no. You don't lose anything by taking my side. <laughs> you are correct. It's true that it doesn't cost me anything except for my integrity. How about that, Jackie? Please. Yes. You've All been right. in show business thirty-five you- years. Please. I don't have any integrity. You're right. Uh, that's Lewis Lee likes to say to me, what you have, you have, t- you have time for pride <laughs> anyway. So, um, I will say this. There was a child. Did you see my story? I that saw I a little bit, but I'm like, she's going to tell about, I didn't get into it. Cause I wanted to. Yeah, okay. Well, it just, I last night, first show Saturday, first mm-hmm. show. Um, I am talking to Brandon about, uh, one of the managers, and um because they got me a happy meal of uh captain marvel it's pretty great hey anyway okay um i, I know that's important so, to you so i am happy for that you. was that's well, yes you are a better person <laughs> so the um the all of a sudden i see the door guy seating a mother and child the child is five years old or a very small six on a, on a saturday like show seven o'clock yeah and so i say to brandon do what what is that and he goes i don't know what that is that's why is there's a child and uh so i walk over to the mom and i say you know that this is an adult sport and she's like he's listened to all of your albums he loves you (laughs) (laughs) i was like what do you mean he's listened to which what did he like the best did has he read uh yeah i don't does he read romance novels what's his jam and um so i i i'm like well is he an i guess he'll leave an old soul then (laughs) and clearly um, the mother loves you and the child has listened through osmosis or the child has found you independently and dragged his mother to your show at four and i will say this because then i introduced myself to the child And I just said, hi, uh, I'm Jackie. And he's, I said, what's your name? And he goes, my name's Rev. And uh, I was like, who names the kid Rev? But okay. Uh, and uh, and I thought, well, that's that should be enough. He, I mean, if he is a fan, he would recognize my voice. Is it short for Reverend? Is this a, was this an Episcopalian? Uh, welcome to Minnesota. Who's naming their kid Reverend? Uh, and maybe it was Reb. Or maybe Rebel. it was 
Ralph. Wow. But it was, it sounded like Rev. (laughs) And uh, so I was like, well, I guess you'll last as long as you last. And then, of course, they didn't come up to me after the show. So I was like, well, clearly. You know, I've sold out. Did they buy merch? They didn't um, buy any merch or anything? <laughs> they didn't wow. buy any. No, I think, you know, it was 7 o'clock when it started. I didn't get up until, what, 7.45? Right. And I got off at 8.45? So. That's a long night for that kid. I mean, that's a long night for that Let kid. It. So I'm sure he lasted as long as he could last. Probably through my, you know, my, I'm. You want to hear about what murder is and then me describing a murder. Yeah. I mean, how many juice boxes did they sell, though, that night? That must have been <laughs> Juice box humor. Love it. <laughs> um, so the first two nights, Wednesday, Thursday, I did not sell any hats. I was uh, very devastated because I, I think, as we know, we have 500 hats. <laughs> but it is... Uh, but they are there. It's, it's 80 degrees right. right now in Minneapolis. They don't want to think about winter. So by Friday first show, I was actually saying, I know you don't want to think about winter, but buy a fucking hat. <laughs> and then, so I sold 30 hats. Total? Uh, yeah. Over Friday. Oh, Saturday. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then I sold 30 shirts and I sold a dozen coins. Holy shit. So, Hold on. Let me just do yeah. the math here. <laughs> the the coins are 20 Dang. everything else is 30 jackie fuck yeah yeah it's a it's a it's a it's a low-paying headline week or a middle headline i'm uh but it was um was good and then kylie brought he's i asked kylie if he had any merch and he was like i have an old cd <laughs> and i said well bring them i mean it's walking around money right and he ended up selling like he said, I sold, a, what did he say to me first show yesterday? He said, I sold four CDs, Jackie. No one's ever sold four pieces of merch. Right? <laughs> That's got to be a new, a new record, right? Jackie, it's the, uh, it's the Armenian uh, Irish clash. He can't believe that you, uh, anyone would purchase four things and you can't believe they wouldn't purchase <laughs> all yes, of the things. Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, Anna Valenzuela was selling stickers and buttons and stuff. And we went, to we went to Target cause Kylie's charger died mm-hmm. or a great road story where comics go to a Target. Mm-hmm. And, um, so they also had on sale a day of the dead, like little shrine thing. I saw Coco. <laughs> I know what's going on. And, uh, so she bought that and she used it as the display for her stickers and stuff and i i think it helps yeah i bet it did i bet it did that's uh where did you work i was all over the place i was at uh i I was at um the west side oino vino um tonight tonight and uh friday i was at the glendale room i had two shows at the glendale room this week what a what a fun what a fun little room that is um i had other i was at the manor um, I was just hopping around town, Jackie. Flappers. You were. That is amazing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was a fun week at home. I, you know, saw two. My son had some games. Uh, he he made like the local newspaper. Yes, he, he did. The uh, 
I mean, it's like <laughs> Burbank press or whatever. Yeah. So they, they, he gave like a total sports ball. Uh, uh, we underestimated him, but then the, we came back and <laughs> like, what are you, Tom Brady? <laughs> he saw field, uh, not field of dreams. What's the other Kevin Costner baseball one? Um, oh. not no small affair. I forget what it was, but the natural, the, no, that's, the, that's oh i know no, that's Robert about. Redford. I know about. it's the one with susan sarandon and tim robbins where that's it started fucking bull durham oh, yep you know. yep thank you bull yes. durham thank right. you and uh but that's where it was where uh he teaches tim robbins how to how to talk to the yeah, press right, right right and i wonder if your son has seen bull durham he has not oh <laughs> uh I watched John Wick 2 on the, I watched Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle first. And then, uh, cause that's what, it stops the voices. And then I watched. You're on Delta. Right the now? second. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we could talk about oh, Delta. Oh, I bet you're pissed. I bet, uh, all the Delta people I follow on Twitter are outraged by the new rules about being allowed into the lounge, Jackie. It's more than that. They're, uh, allow me to say two horrible words in capitalism. They're simplifying the program. That's three words. Anyway, but, uh, guess what happens when they simplify the program? Uh, people on the low end get fucked and people on the high end, uh, don't feel a thing. (laughs) So, um, what, Let's talk about the Delta thing first. Here's here's what's happened. I even looked up what the points guy, because Delta is so proud of how, like, the p- podcaster, blogger people, have they love Delta. Right. And Delta continues to be, it is the most comfortable flight, right? Yeah. Uh, airline that I fly on. I do, en- I don't, I, I do like Southwest uh, just because I like how casual it is. And if I plan ahead enough, it is reasonably priced and I can sit, you know, I can sit in an exit row, but whatever. But, um, there's helicopters. I hope you can't hear them. Good. There we go. Good. The, uh, uh, what they're changing is you still get frequent flyer miles and you could use your frequent flyer miles to get free flights. You can't, it, it will never affect again unless they backpedal and they might because of how mad everyone is, uh, what your status is. Silver, gold, platinum, diamond, right? No longer has anything to do with how many miles you fly. Oh. It only has how much money you spend oh. on your ticket. So if you spend $75,000 a year, you could be diamond. Wow. So you- Guess who isn't doing right. that? Almost everyone. Right, right. And now, with those levels, you got... And with the credit card that costs six fifty a, a year, the Delta American Express, which I I bought or I I because it is it used to just be five hundred but it went up, um, because of how much luggage costs and I bring so much merch, it does pay for itself because it's fifty bucks a, a bag, right. right? To fly, is it? Jesus, the other ones yeah. are like thirty. Delta's expensive. Yeah. It is expensive, but, um, I get, I get two free bags and, um, and so two bags, $650, 50, uh, divide that into 50. Someone can do the math. You guys yeah. get it. So, uh, so it's worthwhile. So if they don't, they don't seem to be getting rid of that, but my credit card will no longer 
get me into the Sky Club like it did. That sucks. Or, wait a minute, it will, but I get this, I only get 10 a year. Wow. That's like two months. Yeah. So You were in the Sky Club a lot. You always talk about it. Yeah, I was in the Sky Club, both of them. Well, no, not both of them. I, I was in uh, the one in Minneapolis today. And well, I think their biggest problem is, is that they, it, the booze is free in the Sky Club. Yeah, that's a problem. That's like, being, that's yeah, that's like everyone's expensive. a comic at, at, a, at a comedy club, you know, that they're working. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, why not just not piss everybody off and charge for booze unless you're you have a certain status right right or or do something else just make right? more more clubs yeah they and they have they have opened up uh there's and the weird thing is is the new club that they opened in in la it has like a second buffet bar that has like shrimp cocktail and soft ice cream and you're like Okay, you guys are losing your goddamn minds. I'm here for an hour and a half. I need a cup of coffee, maybe a donut. I don't need a charcuterie board and some caviar. I don't. This it's. I I would love a charcuterie board and some caviar. Yeah. Um, I will say that. Um, I mean, I you know how I love the Sky Club. Oh I yeah, mean, Jackie, I was please. I I. I I actually have been trying to figure out where that old bit that I was going to put on staycation when it was going to be called altercation, with the, with the, the sky club story the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause I don't remember the story anymore and I'd hate to do it and then have some, um, actually tell me that I was wrong about my own story. <laughs> and plus it was funny as it was. So, um, well, I have been, I finally am mosaic on JetBlue. Oh, is that like diamond? I don't know. You know, is that the highest? No, I mean, there's levels of mosaic, but it takes a while. But uh, I guess I get some perks. I'm gonna, I'll be delving into it okay. on my next JetBlue flight and see what I get. Yeah, yeah. I know. I've already got um, one perk of a guy jerking off next to me. So I sat next to a guy who was easily six eight, Ooh. uh, middle seat, exit yeah. row. Uh, on Delta to the, this very day and he didn't want to get up and let me pass him and I didn't want to because you know the exit row was slightly right, wider right, right. and I could have squoze by him but I might have clocked him in the brain box with my backpack so I was like can you I, I'm sitting there against the window and he just looked at me uh, like the Sasquatch that he was uh, no offense Kyle I love the jumping <laughs> out of the way and trying to show that we're not we mean everyone well <laughs> you mean it right right and uh and he just looked at me and i said can you move and he goes and he he gestured to the to the expanse oh my God. and i just said just move. <laughs> and he stood up and moved and i walked past him and i said look it's over <laughs> yeah. and then i sat down I and uh <laughs> There's a reason I wear my headphones. <laughs> I'm not always. Uh, it's an illusion that I'm. I'm as nice as I. Oh, I, I never. Um, I never. Oh, you. That. Yeah, you never fell for it. <laughs> uh, but uh, on the plane, uh, so I watched Welcome to the Jungle, Jumanji, mm -hmm. 
And then there was another hour. And so I decided to try John Wick 2 because I've only seen John Wick 1. And I heard that they, they t- it takes place right after each one takes place right after the previous movie. They're great. They're fun. So my kid loves them. Oh my God. It made me laugh so hard. But what I noticed mostly in the 45 minutes that I got to watch of John Wick 2 was that every person that he hadn't seen in six to 11 years that would come into the, into frame, he would go, well, hello. Louise. <laughs> oh, hi, Amy. He would immediately remember their names. Oh, I was like, ah, oh, it was just, right? it was offense. It literally made me feel less right. than. And he's our age too. So there's no reason. He's doing that. <laughs> and I don't even know if it's age or just self-absorption. We don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, we may never know. Um, but uh well, Jackie I when I came home on Monday so I was in Telluride yeah. right so oh, right. Monday I get up early in the morning and uh I I took the gondola up to the San Sofia Peak which is above Telluride it's incredible so then I walked a little bit on a path and I did my little morning way page uh, artist way morning pages right and then I just walked for a little bit. And then uh, Adam Caton Holland, who's one of the other comics on the on the lineup, has this really funny bit about a guy telling him, when you're out hiking, just remember a mountain lion is always watching you. And I, <laughs> and I wait, and it came into my head. And I got real, real, <laughs> real self conscious. <laughs> did you write about it in your morning? I don't pages? think so. I, I didn't know. You- I didn't know you did the morning oh, yeah, pages. How long have you been yes. doing? Yeah, uh, it's a great victory. Today was not one, but when I can just start and I just keep writing for like it's like twenty minutes if I don't if I don't stop to think about stuff. But like on Sundays or days where I don't have anything to do, I start, you know, planning things. And then there's twenty minutes. It will take like two or three hours because I start daydreaming or I just make other notes for other things. And right, it's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. I, um, did you have any oxygen problems? I didn't, no, but you know, oh, you know what happened? So the van picks me up for my flight. I have like a three fifteen flight out of Grand Junction. So it's like a two hour drive, two to three, okay. they tell me, but two and a half, maybe. So we're like 15 minutes out of town and the van driver gets a call and they say, oh, you got to go back and pick up a group of eight. I was like, what? No, there's no way. We're not going to make it. We go back and eight people. How long is it going to take to load eight people into this van? And they have to be, they have to be dropped off at a different airport that's on the way. I'm like, no, I'm going to be stranded here. So I'm like yelling from the back. No, you can't do this. (laughs) And then I ended up buying a ticket they they will reimburse me for it, but they haven't yet from this other airport that they took the band to. But um, yeah, that was like, oh I was like, oh, I'm just going to be standing. So you got hijacked. Yeah. You got, you got kidnapped and taken yeah. uh, and had to ride with. When? <laughs> no, it was uh. actually a, a cool band called the Men of Zion, which I, and I enjoy being in the ride with them. Uh, but I'm okay. just saying it was very, uh, I was like, oh, I, I've been away from my kid too long. He's going to start doing meth. There's a fentanyl crisis. There is. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So that was a little bit of drama, but I got home. Okay. Oh. On Monday. Hey, let's take a okay. break. Sure, yeah. If we could. Hey, let us guess. You love books, but wish you had more time to read. 
Or maybe you used to read a lot, but life has gotten in the way, kids, grad school, you name it. Maybe you don't know where to start and bookish social media is overwhelming. How do people on TikTok read so many books? Oh my God, I don't know. And maybe you've been reading the same book for six months and now it's permanently attached to your bedside table. Maybe you don't even know what you like to read anymore. We're reading glasses and don't worry, we got you. We'll get you back into reading and help you enjoy books again. Reading Glasses, every week on Maximum Fun. And then let's talk about the comic of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Again, this this gal popped up on my Instagram and I just started watching. So funny. Maddie T. Weiner or Weiner? Uh, Right, it might be Weiner. We're going to go with Weiner until she tells us differently. Uh, yeah, I watched a couple of her reels. She's clearly working at the cellar. Yeah. Um, really yeah, funny. Very, very Just funny. smart. Yeah. <laughs> she, had, she had some stuff about weight. And it. it's really hard to do it stuff is. about being heavy. Yes. And it was... And she does it really well, and it's nothing I've heard before. It oh, It's right. great. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yes. How do you... Um, is it M-A-D-D-I-E-T-W-E-I-N-E-R? I-E-N-E-R. I-E-N-E-R. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it might be Weiner. So Maddie, D-D, like David, T as in Tom, uh, Weiner, W-I-E-N-E-R. Very funny. Instagram. Figure it out. She's in the notes. Try to book her. Try to find her. Try to throw some cash at her. Well, hey, excuse me. The the writer's strike ended, so try to book me. How about that? All those... (laughs) All those SNL writers Wait, that are it's... canceling their weeks, fucking give them to me, motherfuckers, <laughs> please. Okay. Do you think that they'll go? Well, yeah, there was talk, right? There was talk that it's that that the agreements were no, made, but just WGA. They not... made, yeah, they WGA a temp agreement with the WGA. Yes. Right, and so, but not SAG, and uh, but once you, but once you guys have have won the battles. Hopefully SAG can just go, us too, please. SAG has uh, even more issues than we did, and we had a lot. So I, uh, but okay. uh, yeah, I mean, this is, it's from what the email that we got, it's like, they're very happy with what they got, the writers. Okay. And uh, so that's good. And I mean. Right. But, and how long will that take to ratify? Like, will, will, will well, members have to ratify to vote it? on it? Yeah. But uh, I don't. You know, everyone wants us to be over so fucking badly, uh, right? And, uh, right, and I, I, I want all those writers to cancel their weeks, and then I somehow get a lot of work. Yeah, we're here. That they thought it was going to go till November, yeah. but it's, it's not. not. So we're available. <laughs> maybe, maybe your October weeks, I could cover that for you. Anybody got a? Anybody got anything? Um, there's drama. There was drama in um, on Twitter today on this weekend. On Twitter, there was drama at the. Well, we heard randomly from a couple of different comics because I checked in with others uh, for the the Montana Comedy Festival. There was some guy who did one of those get drunk and then do stand up shows. Have you ever done those? Um, I don't get drunk. So what did you get high and do stand up? Well, There's also did those once. It was accidental. I, I took a, it was the first time I had a gummy and I had the whole thing and apparently I should have had like a fourth of it. And then I performed at the stand. I don't remember any of it, but. Um, no, but it wasn't the theme. No, I haven't done the thing that you, when you participate in a show. Happens. Yeah. Like funches and, and Carmen, like, 
like people who like to smoke pot and do, you know, there's, there's comedy under the influence or something or, or weed hilarity or whatever. Yeah. And then other better names. Uh, Yeah. Accidentally getting drunk and doing stand-up comedy that defines uh, (laughs) nineteen. So uh, (laughs) that was, but um, yeah. So there was one of those shows at some comedy festival and some guy, he was like, it was supposed to be like, uh, it it, it, was, I don't think it was supposed to be an insult, but then it ended up, he ended up just doing a bunch of racial slurs. Sounds and then like the next him. day, <laughs> I've known that guy a while. Sounds like him. Oh, really? Because I didn't know who that oh, was. Oh, no. I, yeah, I remember him from, yeah. Yeah. From back in the uh, day? Back in some days. I've, I've lived many days, Jackie, but I back in one of my days. Okay. And um, the fact that he has a determiner on the beginning of his name is weird to well, me. And then, people. but yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm willing yeah. to help people. But, uh, because he sounds like a real oh is it yeah. that oh okay yeah oh mm. and then um yeah it just it felt like it felt like uh i looked him up and then i saw something rob remember rob spacing his name doesn't matter but he posted that the guy who played mall cop might have <laughs> i think he was kidding Right? Was he kidding that the Kevin guy who played James. Paul, Kevin whatever? Kevin James? Not, was Kevin James in the movie he is Mall, the titular Mall Paul Cop. Blart. Yes. Paul Blart. Jackie, right? are you under the influence? Okay. <laughs> am I? I am slightly punchy. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to create some gossip that didn't exist. So uh, what I'm going to do is completely undo and let you. Take the reins here for a second, well, Kill Martin. You go for it. This was fun. So uh, <laughs> this week, Jimmy Carr, who I don't know, <laughs> but I think he's funny. He's a one-liner guy. I mean, you love it or you don't he love used it. To, he used to be, right, and he used to be sort of a real likable one-liner guy, and then he tried to become an edgelord about three or I four years ago, right? Did. I don't know. I haven't been tracking him. The only the only British comics I trust right now are Sarah Milliken and uh, Stuart Lee. All right, so I don't track the others, uh, but they pop up on my radar when they're accused of rape or they put out a terrible um, teaser. But this is so this was so great. I I don't know. I still don't know if this is maybe I'm giving him too much credit. So he he puts out a teaser for his um, Netflix special, and the 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 little sentence that precedes the clip is I put my American audience to the test with a selection of my darkest jokes. Right. And right then it's like, Oh, he wants to get dunked on. Cause that you wouldn't say that unless you're right. hoping. You're just lobbing the troll. ball. Right. Yeah. Thank you for it. Thank you for it. And, and that's sort of his dynamic with the audience is boo. Hey, you know, boo, love, boo, love. So to me, I'm like, Oh, he's probably doing that on purpose. And then, the jokes that were in this clip were not dark. No, but so, but there was like a nine eleven reference. Like some well, of the yeah, things but it he was referred to were serious. Clever. Right, right. It it just wasn't. It didn't th- that setup. You were waiting to bash him, and then he gave you some weak jokes, and it was like a. Crazy. He you, was if you read completely quotes, crushed. He was smushed from all sides, and as Carmen Morales said, 
in all languages. Uh, just, <laughs> just completely. Yeah, he was dunked on hardcore. But I will say, I nobody, no, I would, I read a lot of them. Nobody was sticking up for him. They're all like, "This is what this." Is, I retweeted was... uh, one that said that this is a popsicle stick of cards against humanity. That's where I he know. got the jokes. <laughs> That's what it, some of them felt like. I'm like, what? It was this like an Uber, like Tim Heidecker, uh, Tim and Eric commentary on comedy, or is this real? I that's I couldn't tell. I actually thought it was commentary on American audiences. You know, like he I was deliberately know. trying to. Get- I mean, the one time I did meet him, it's okay. So. I, I posted this. I, I don't know if you read it because I t- said that I was supposed to save it for the. So I was at J. I, I, well, UCB oh, probably a dozen years ago when I did last comic standing last time. Um, yeah. I'm at UCB a dozen years ago. Louis CK is at Louis, uh, UCB and Louis CK unprompted sees me and he's like, I saw your last comic standing. You're a real comedian. And I was weirdly flattered, confused, (laughs) slightly offended. And then, congrats. Yes. And I was the whole, I went the whole gamut. I was like, I was flattered, but confused and slightly offended. Uh, Fast forward to probably six years ago, I was at JFL and Jimmy Carr comes up to me after his show and says, You're a real comic. And I was like, I don't understand. I mean, I know that they thought they were being flattering, but it was so incredibly not flattering, like just sort of confusing. And so by that time, I knew that uh, whoever would say such a thing was not my (laughs) ally. So I just did sort of an eye roll. It makes you go, what, what, what did you think of me before you saw a set? And did a set convince you like, or did, and do you think that of all female comics, but we all have to prove ourselves to I think, you? Do you I say think that it is. Guys? Yeah. I think it might be a, a, a lady thing, a women thing. So I think it's an updated version of your, uh, finally a funny woman oh, or your, finally. I don't like female comics. I yes. love you. It's yeah. one of those, but it's, it's a little, it's harder to track. Because, right. Cause uh, it is a flatter. Funny. It's, you know, it's a it's a different it's a lateral move of flattery. Yeah. It certainly yes. doesn't feel like a step forward when you look at it from a certain angle. So no. Anyway, well, he um <laughs> it's it's just interesting to watch. I think his special will do really well. I think he probably doesn't give a shit. No, how why would and he? I think yeah. He won't. And I'm sure as soon as he steps on stage, he'll be, it's like, that's the famous guy and he'll, he's funny. He'll do a good job. And it won't I matter. sent that tweet to but Stuart was... Lee though. I sent what? that tweet to Stuart Lee. Cause you Stuart did? Lee. Do you know him? Yeah. Are you, are you on PM? Yeah. Oh, wow. You're in, wow. You're a real comic. I'm, I'm a <laughs> real comic Stuart that knows Stuart Lee. Um, but I would, we would be friends if we hung out more and we just hung out. We were just on the road together for a long time, a long time ago. He name checks you on one of his records. Right. So it's me occasionally. It was, there was terrorism in London and I emailed him (laughs) after it happened. And I said, are you uh, just checking in? Are you okay? And he, on his album, he goes, I woke up to so many emails and phone messages. Are you okay? 
And all I could think was, how did they know I was depressed? (laughs) (laughs) And that it was better than that. It wasn't even that. I'm not even quoting it perfectly. Stuart Lee, you guys find him. Stuart with a W. Yes, he's great. Um, Yeah, so I'm sure his uh, Jimmy Carr special will do really well. Big Big numbers. numbers. Even if it's a hate watch, people are like, this fucking piece of shit. Let me see if the whole hour is like this. Well, guess what? Kitching. Uh, I mm-hmm. got so much work done at Acme on my on my hour. Despite all of your lunches? Despite the exhaustion <laughs> that I literally, I was like, I was so tired. I, I don't know. I may have to uh, see a medical professional because uh, I have uh, just, I have a health concern about my throat. Right. Remember when Jen Kirkman had that throat thing? And then she wouldn't talk yes. for months, except for to do stand up randomly. Yeah. Uh, I'm I I am afeard that it's that. It better not be that because uh, was a, a big portion of my income turns out. Uh, the talking. Um, yeah, that would be horrible. I think didn't Dana Gould go through that as well? Was it polyps on the vocal cords oh, or? Maybe. Yeah, but I'm gonna. I'm actually because I have Kaiser and I can't. My doctor is lame. So I'm thinking of actually paying for an ear, nose, and throat guy that Chris, my mom-in-law, went to. I'm thinking mm-hmm. of just paying out of pocket and going to that guy. Because when I met him, when she, he did her ears, I mm-hmm. freaking fell in love with that guy. I was like, what a wow. what a great doctor. Jackie, all we have to do is make it to 65, and then we're on Medicare, and we get all those doctors like your mom. My mom had great doctors. Right, but she also your has mother- Blue Anthem CalPERS because she was a, a, a state employee. Oh, so that's why she has the great. Yeah. Oh, I see. Jackie, also, I read that the city of Los Angeles, one out of every six jobs is vacant. So, I mean, if we do need to get in there and get some calipers at the last yeah. minute when we turn. Yeah. Maybe I'll work something. at the DMV the last 10 years of my life. Um, Who knows? Brian Kiley had a joke about some cousin of his working at the DMV. It was very funny. Yeah. Um, he's very, he's great. He has a great dry bar special uh, as well. He's really funny. He's really clean. He's a really great joke writer. You guys should check out Brian. Right. Kiley. It's just, it's half adorable and half you're just like well, my sister came on Wednesday and she was like mm-hmm. I thought the joke was over and then it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> and I was that's like that's great. the perfect joke totally and, totally and then I did what I'm calling my new poop joke but I need to stop calling it my new poop joke uh because yeah that's not gonna get me work either that's not gonna no it's uh yeah, it's it's more about, but I mean, to explain it as a marriage communication joke really doesn't sell it either. So I don't know what to call it, but uh, well, you know, it's only for your notebook that you even have to name a joke. What do you worry well, about? Well, when I refer to it in in conversations such as this, oh, okay. I see. Um, I finished the teaser for my special. Oh, good. Uh, I hired uh, I hired someone to do some different music. Right? Yeah. Uh, the God. one they sent me had the Comedy Central that old guitar riff that from 2002. It reminded me of tough tough crowd like commercial breaks. I was like, I need. And so I just hired someone to make a cute little little jazzy sort of like yeah. I just wanted to sound like an adult comedy. <laughs> right. 
right <laughs> please so yeah it's done and uh I guess they're trying to sell okay. it. And if they don't sell it, it'll go right to their YouTube mm-hmm, channel. Mm-hmm. But it's weird. Like I just heard Todd Barry on Marin right. talking. He's having, he wasn't able to sell his Todd Barry's fucking hilarious. So are and, you, uh, but yes, continue. Yeah. But I just mean like it, like it's, I guess like about two years ago it would have been so embarrassing. Like I can't sell my special, but so many funny people can't. Right. It's, it's beyond funny. It's, Get this. Uh, it's beyond Chad Daniels couldn't sell his special and he golfs. <laughs> wow. It's, you know what the industry's done. It really <laughs> right. Is. If golfing doesn't fix it, what, what, what's left? Wait. So the one he did with 800 pounds? Yes, I believe. I believe so. Wow. Yeah. What he didn't fuck? do it with them. He just hired their team. Oh, I Kyle, see. Kyle Kinane uh, hired, it, it has a new special going to come out, I believe 800 pound, with 800 pound. Get this. So, um, he, t- he tipped YouTube? out the staff. Kyle Kinane probably doesn't want me to tell you this, but the staff was, you know, you sit around with the staff afterwards and they talk about the comics they liked and the comics they don't like and whatever. And they were talking about how much they loved Kyle Kinane and how funny he was and everything. And they shot it. At, he shot it at Acme, but he also, he didn't want, they only shot two shows, first and second show Saturday. Right. And he didn't want them to serve drinks during his set. So that it was all focused, right? Yeah. And so I guess he was talking, you know, and with with the staff, and they, you know, he realized that it was going to cost them money, right? Because right, right. they weren't going to sell drinks, they weren't going to get tipped. So he tipped them out. Yeah, nice. And um, that's cool. Yeah. Now, yeah. So, I mean, I thought you were going to say he tips at every. Okay, that's yeah. cool. That's really cool. But I, I was like, good. If he tips that much every time he does a week, uh, yeah, I, you're going to kill yourself. Wait, wait, yeah, he, he can't. Canine and Holdings Hedge, hedge Fund Company. Like, what the right, fuck? Right. <laughs> that would be a generational wealth. No, because that's yes. how much that costs. So, Dream. right. But that was when he was shooting a special. So that's what he did it yeah, for. That's a special. That's a, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. It's money so, much. like, I tipped out the staff and it was a tenth of that or a, a, a tiny fraction so how do you how do you disperse that do you just give an envelope and say everyone i i asked the manager it? how many people are working including like the dishwasher and then mm-hmm. i i since i if i try with my face recognition issues i would give some people two ten dollar bills and other people none so i just give yeah. it to the manager and go can you please uh just tell everybody i'm buying them a cup Project- of coffee you are making tons of money off of merch. I'm making okay money off of merch, right? I made two grand off of merch. And so, yeah, that was, uh, that was huge. Somebody told me, I think I told this story last week, is that their feature made 15 grand in 11 nights off of merch. And I was like, there's oh, not yeah, enough that merch. To, like, yeah. drop shipping. We talked about drop shipping and how that would be done. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not in uh, tipping the tipping out the staff categories. Right, right. It's just I feel guilty. I wish I was. I would love to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's there's different. I mean, I tip when I get a meal. You know, like directly. Oh, of course. If I yeah, get yeah. A meal. you tip the yes. 
the bartender if you get sodas and drinks and food and, yes, and wait yes, staff yes, yes. and all the you're not a monster and uh no <laughs> and now i feel like a monster are all headliners doing no. this kathleen okay. madigan told me to do it and and i well, want to do all the things that kathleen madigan does because she makes a great deal of money and is beloved and is also really really funny so I yes, thought she, she was does. a good role model. And so I was like, you got anything, anything yeah. else you're doing? Like Brian Regan brushes his teeth after his set. I'd like to one day get to do that. If I'd remember to bring my fucking toothbrush, it would help. Between shows, you mean? Like if he's doing two no, shows? No, just after his shows. Before he does a meet, any sort of meet and greet. He's the Captain oh. America of stand-up comedy. Yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, uh, I do before, like if I eat, I will brush my teeth before I go up on stage. That's, yeah, that makes sense too. Because, yeah. You don't want food flying out of your mouth. Unless you do. On that note, let's take a second break. Greatest Trek is the podcast for all your modern Star Trek needs. It's funny, informative, and now it's also timely. That's because every Friday, right after the release of a new episode of Strange New Worlds, Picard, Lower Decks, Discovery, or Prodigy, we bring you a review of that episode. There's some great new Star Trek coming up, and we're going to cover all of it. You'll like our show because we're both former video producers, so we bring a lot of insight into the production and filmmaking aspects to these episodes. And we also have a very refined sense of humor, so we make lots of delightful fart jokes along the way. So come see why Greatest Trek is one of the most popular television recap podcasts on all of the internet. Subscribe to Greatest Trek at MaximumFun.org or in the podcast app you're using right now. Okay, so... I just want to say that working at Acme, it's my home club. I love it so much. And it's like when you do the punch, right? And I'm just, I'm loose. I can try whatever I want. I can, I can get to the punchline. I can sort of leave stories hanging. I can pull stuff from the ether. And it was so helpful. Like my, the, my new driving bit with I turned it in and, and the made of bees bit and the I I integrated them and it's and I can't wait to get I I should have recorded on my phone like you probably do every time and I sometimes do but don't often enough. Um but I got lazy because I knew that the club would send me copies. And so I can't wait to mm-hmm. get copies because Thursday, my uh you know, Friday and Saturday first shows, always great. Fine. Uh, Thursday show, I did all of the jokes in order and I hit all the beats. So as opposed to yes. the rest of the weekend where I would start one one bit, I it would weave it. I was like, oh, I kind of, and then I would go off. And so I would miss a couple of the beats, but I would come up with like, you're just wilding, coming up with new lines. So I have to, yeah. So I'm really... I'm looking forward to actually to seeing and or listening to those sets. That's uh, very exciting. Uh, yeah, I'm coming along on stuff. You know, I feel like it's like one bit I worked on. All right, I'm like that one's done, and uh, and now I'm kind of rooting around this other one, and it's going in a different direction than I thought. But it's like okay, let's just see what's happening here. But uh, I've been yeah, 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 working on my pilot or whatever. Okay, so my brain split but, you get a uh, march or picket tomorrow 
lot of, no, we don't have, we're not picketing anymore. I mean, we can pick it for SAG right. and uh, it's now SAG's alone out there. Um, so I'll probably so the email said you don't have to show up tomorrow. No, the WGA is not picketing okay. any longer, but we can, we should, and I will, uh, join SAG. Yeah. You're alone out there. Um, but, uh, yeah. And no, there was going to be no picket anyway tomorrow because of young, young. Oh, right. Right. Cause so. it started at, uh, tonight, Sunday and it goes through tomorrow until yeah. sunset. Right. Right. And yeah. So this week I think, uh, I'm going to record, I've got a backlog of people who want to do dork forests and Dave Hill has a new album coming out and I love Dave Hill. Uh, Dave Hill, uh, he wrote the music for Looking Back, the 10-minute special about uh, car jokes that I tell into the ass cool. camera of Kyle Clark's uh, Mazda. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, uh, I'm going to be in New York on the 6th and 7th of October. Oh, wow. I will be in um, Cincinnati the weekend after that, the Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, at Go Bananas. We'll be in Austin uh, November 9th, 10th, and 11th. November 9th, we're doing a live podcast. And then the 10th and 11th, we're doing, you know, like stand up. We're like co headlining. Or right. Uh, right. I should, yeah. I should see so, if I can talk to her, that see if we can bundle some tickets. Like if you buy a ticket to the pod, yeah, if you go to the pod, you can, you can go, go to, to the, the stand up if you just pay slightly more or something like that. Because uh, everyone mm -hmm. in Austin, Texas, you should come and see the live pod. And then come and see us do stand up. Uh, yeah. And we have, uh, we're working on merch and um, Max cool Fun. Stuff. It'll be on the Max Fun store. And that'll be, that'll be really cool. Um, yeah. When I wore my kills like a, kills like a guy t shirt on a, on my Alaska Airlines flight, the, I think I said this already, the flight attendants, like, oh, I like, oh, nice. That is great. I, uh, so this week, I know that I have a bunch of um, sort of, yeah, like I'm doing The Crow on Thursday. I am doing The Crow with you on Are Thursday. You? All right. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, I, I have to pick up some sets because that's the only set I've got. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, not yeah. going to cut it. That's fun. Yes. Yeah. So maybe, uh, and I might do a Zoom. What the heck? Oh, you know what? I was thinking we should do a Patreon Zoom oh, yeah? pretty soon. Flash Max Fun Zoom. Okay. Um, I was going to ask you about that. Can I try to do that yeah, this week? let's try to do that. It's okay, uh, yeah. the week of the 25th through the 30th, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then October 1. So we'll let's look at our calendar. People tune in to our various <laughs> yes. uh, things. And if you're a Patreon, we thank you. And if you aren't, you know, I mean, there's always, we're always accepting new we people. We are, as and is, as level, is Max Fun. Get... And if we do a Zoom, yes. it'll be posted in the Patreon and it will be an email yes. out to the Max Funds. Yeah, you guys all know and you'll have plenty of time and we'll, it'll be you, me, and, you know, we'll get some, round up some people, some. Kyle Clark does stand up comedy as he makes On his occasion. eye big. Does. big. As he does. You see his eyes very funny. become very large. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's like they know about it. <laughs> <laughs> just to remind, just to let everybody know, uh, we all do stand-up comedy, you guys. Uh, so, but yeah, my next big run is with Maria, um, and it's not till I believe the third week of yeah, I'm in town until 
like October 17th or 18th because that I'm doing Philly uh, is it Philly Pittsburgh and Chicago with Maria. Oh, can you tell us can you tell us the gossip? Oh, right. About- right, right. What I okay, so uh one of the big do, chains. Do you- one of the big chains. That's the one. And uh okay. so comics who do door deals, which is not you and I mostly, right? And especially in the big right. chains. Uh those the they do um they they do a 70-30 split and that chain has decided that it has to be a 50-50 split now. So all the people at that uh, company uh, have canceled their weeks. (gasps) Yeah. This lady is available. Right. We're both available, uh, but they're going to TikTok. They want uh, magicians and people who can blow up balloon animals. So um, so we're not getting work out of it. They don't want comedians. They want yeah. But uh, and here's your hint as to who this is: is uh, this same chain? They also own essentially the Ticketmaster for stand-up comedy, and um, ru- <laughs> rumor has it, and I, you know, I I would like a second source on this: is that when they know that the tickets are going to sell out, they bump an extra fee on top. Oh, so hmm. it's capitalism at its finest, you guys whatever the market will bear. So mm-hmm. when, uh, you know, Ralphie may plays it, uh, they know he'll sell out because he's dead. And uh, everyone would really. <laughs> not only do you not know names or faces, you don't know obituary. One of the, one of the, the, so the new social media kid at Acme. And he is a young man. He's mm-hmm. got to be in his late twenties, but he's very handsome. Mm-hmm. He's a handsome. Marcus. Malcolm. Yes. Malcolm, that's and right, yeah. uh, I said to Lewis, he's kind of as handsome as Derek was when he first started. Uh, it's too bad Louis Anderson isn't around so we could find out if he was really that handsome. Because uh, famously, <laughs> Louis Anderson had on Derek pretty hard. And Derek uh, came real close to getting a free sweater. Uh, so just what do you mean? presence. Uh, Louis Anderson was, he was very smitten oh, yeah, I- with Derek. Okay. And Derek uh, did not receive. No, but he was willing to hang out, and he like he let Louis buy him drinks. <laughs> so, Maybe we've all done. Right. Well, all done. I I never did, but um, I mean, I <laughs> I encouraged everyone to buy me drinks. But here's the thing: if you started buying me drinks, I became an irritant. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.